The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What is imprecatory prayer? First of all, let's define imprecatory prayer. To imprecate means to invoke evil upon or curse one's enemies. King David, the psalmist most associated with imprecatory verses, such as Psalm 55 verse 15, Psalm 69 verse 28, and Psalm 109 verse 8, often uses phrases like, May their path be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. That's Psalm 55 verse 6. And, O God, break the teeth in their mouths. Tear out the fangs of the young lions, O Lord. Psalm 58 verse 6. Psalms 7, 35, 55, 58, 59, 69, 109, and 139 were written by David to ask God to bring judgment upon his enemies. The two other imprecatory psalms, 79 and 137, were written by Asaph and an unknown psalmist. These prayers were written not so much to exact revenge upon them, but rather to emphasize God's abhorrence of evil, His sovereignty over all mankind, and His divine protection of His chosen people. Many of these verses were prophetic, and could be seen taking place later in the New Testament, in actual historical events. When David prayed for God to shatter the teeth of his enemies, likening them to young lions pursuing him to his death, he was making the point that God is holy, righteous, and just, and He will ultimately judge the wicked for the evil they do. Jesus quoted some of the imprecatory psalms during His earthly ministry. In John 15, verse 25, Jesus quotes Psalm 35, verse 19, and Psalm 69, verse 4, and Paul did so as well, in Romans 11, verses 9 and 10, which is a quote of Psalm 69, verses 22 and 23. Since Jesus and Paul quoted verses from these imprecatory psalms, it proves these psalms were inspired by God and removes all doubt that they were sinful or simply selfish prayers of revenge. The question of whether it's justifiable to use imprecatory prayer for circumstances beyond our control today in order to achieve a desired end, as some believe, would require taking these prayers out of context. In the New Testament, Jesus exhorts us to pray for our enemies. Matthew 5, verses 44 through 48. But praying for their death or for bad things to happen to them isn't what he meant. Instead, we are to pray for their salvation first and foremost, and then for God's will to be done. There's no greater blessing than a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and that's what Jesus means by praying for and blessing those who curse us. Praying in that manner allows God to work in our own lives to soften our hearts toward our enemies, so that we'll have compassion on them for their eternal destiny and to remove bitterness and anger from our hearts. Praying for God's will to be done means we agree with God and are submitting ourselves to His divine sovereignty, despite not always understanding perfectly what He's doing in a particular situation. And it means we have given up the idea that we know best and instead are now relying on and trusting in God to work His will. If a personal wrong has been truly done to us, we seek God in prayer about it and then leave room for God's judgment and trust Him to do what is best. That is the way to be at peace with God and all men. Romans 12, verses 17 through 21. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.